This is the Truth Warrior Ministry Podcast with your host, Joshua Butts, and my brother, Isaac Butts. On this show, we would deliver a variety of concepts from biblical, atheism, conspiracies, politics, and worship. So without further ado, tune in, relax, or kick back, because we're trying to build some Truth Warriors. Let's get into it. Truth Warrior Ministry. See through the lies. See through the lies. Yo. Yo. What's going on, bro? How's it going? How's it going, man? It's been doing good. I've been good, man. I just I haven't been off a while, but you know, we try to step back in when I can. But um you're blessing us with your wisdom. Yeah. Uh so I've been keeping up with the revelations you've been doing, man. And it's really good, bro. It's it's a much needed in today's world and with yeah. today's events and what's happening. So yeah, uh, I know. I know. I know you've been doing a couple of interludes. Oh, I'm going to add to one of them. Got a little small word. I want to preach to the people. Uh, before we get into it, though, let's pray. Dear Lord, kindly Father, thank you for waking us up this morning, God. Thank you for shedding your grace and your mercy on us every single day, every second of the day, every minute. I'm praying you protect those, God. I'm praying that you give this word, God, and move through me, God. And whoever needs it, God, let them hear Jesus Christ, God. And I'm praying that you be able to move somebody, God, with this message, and God, and I'm praying that as we read, God, everything goes smooth, God, everything stays safe, God, protect those aren't with us, you know, name by name, one by one, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 So, the word I'm going to, well, for one, the word I'm calling his word is not by your will, but by God's will. And I'm going to read out of John 6, verses 22 to 33. And the backstory of this is basically is when he fed the 5,000 traveling with him with the bread, loaves of bread and the fish that they had. And the verses I'm going to read is the same group once they want to find Jesus and the disciples because they're hungry again. But when they finally find him, they're like, you know, can can you feed us again? We're hungry. And then he goes to basically let them know that I'm the bread of life. You, not by meat alone do you survive, but the meat of the spirit, which is me, that God has sent. Wow. Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, you got your Bible ready? I got it, man. Let's do it. All right. So verse 22. The day following, when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there save that one where into the disciples were entered, and that Jesus went not with the disciples into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone. Howbeit there came other boats from Tiberias nigh unto the place where they did eat bread after the Lord had given thanks. When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Rabbi, when comest thou hither? Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you for him that God the Father sealed. Then said they unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. They said therefore unto him, What sign shall thou them that we may see and believe thee? But does thou work? 
Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Amen. Amen. So I want to focus, you know, on 28, even 27 to 33 to be exact. And if you go back to 27, where it says, Labor not for the meat which perishes, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. And it hit me, and I found it very powerful, because a lot of people nowadays, you know, it goes in so many areas that there's some people who want to heal, you know, Mm. and they fast and they do all these extreme stuff. There's some people who, you know, I'm hungry, you know, Where's the money at? You know, God, give me the money. But people forget that it's by God that sustains us. Because we may want to do something, but we may find out that our flesh is weak. Like for me, you know, I want to do backflips and I want to be strong. I want to lift a thousand pounds, but I can't do that because of, you know, I can't do to the extreme I want to because my flesh is just weak. You know, this limits to the flesh, basically. But the spirit may be there, you know. The spirit may just be there, just like when they went up to the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus and, you know, his, uh, who was it, P- Peter and who? Peter, was John there? It was Peter and, um, Peter and John, yes, Peter and John. But we always go back and read it, though, but they fell asleep and he knew that their spirit was there, but the flesh is just, it's a dying, it's a, it's a dying it's, it's dying, it's death. You know, ever since Adam and Eve ate the apple, we, we've been slowly becoming more weaker and weaker on the earth. And, but the spirit may be willing, though. But mm-hmm. we have to understand that the spirit is a breath of life. That's God. He has the power, you know. And a couple examples of, of that would be, you know, just, you know, Elijah resurrecting, you know. And if you ever want to read it, First Kings, I don't know about my brother, but I don't like to give away the answers. I like for people just to go read it themselves. I give you the chapter, First Kings. Uh, I at least give you the, the chapter, First Kings, chapter 17, you know, verse 22. At least do that much. But I always say, you know, read the whole chapter. But I like to give out the chapter, and uh, I don't want to be, you know, I don't like giving out the answers because, honestly, I believe that we should all seek the truth. And if you're seeking the truth, then you do the research, you put in the work. So just with that alone makes you feel like miracles only done by him. You know, we shouldn't rely on food all the time. We shouldn't rely on our car. We shouldn't be relying on what I can do is what what Jesus can do, you know, and humbling ourselves and being meek about it. Mm. Then 28, you know, then. Hold on, hold on. uh, Yeah. I want to add on to 27, man. Yeah, go ahead. It says, labor not for the meat which perisheth but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life. I like the way Jesus mm-hmm. used those words, labor not. Mm-hmm. So many of us labor for things that won't last. Yeah, you know, true. We, we sweat, we we beat our backs like slaves trying to work for something that's going to perish. Yeah, I'm guilty of it. Are, are, are going to eat, you know? And we yeah. are, all of us are guilty of it, man. And yeah. I just want you guys to realize why did Jesus use the word labor not, you know? If you're going to labor... Labor for something that's going to be eternal, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what God is saying. He is the fulfillment of, of our, our needs, man, our hunger, 
labor for him. You know what I'm saying? Don't beat up and and whip your backs. You know, and I get it. The human in us wants to achieve a lot in this world in this lifetime, but we forget, as as Joshua stated, God comes first. Jesus comes first, and everything. Because without that, what else matters? Nothing. In the end, nothing matters. We're so stuck on this life being the one and only life. Guys, there's life after this life. There's another whole experience after we die on this earth. So I just want to um, capitalize on that. Amen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's that's and that's so true that uh that a lot of people do fall short of that. And and it's sometimes I mean going off a little tangent, but sometimes it's scary because like you got some people believe in science is what I can do, what what, yeah. what 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 technology can do for me. But you got to think this is the very thing that's destroying us. And I don't and I don't know why people don't see that. You know, mm. you know, yeah, it's great to have a car. Yeah, it's great to have a TV, quick entertainment, some PlayStation, consoles, you know, microwave, food. You know, I don't got to cook. You know, it's frozen. You know, we have a refrigerator, keep it frozen. The technology is great. But then again, look how weak we become. Mm. Everything is so focused on fantasy and what's in our minds. We forget how to interact with God, with the spirit that's always been there first. Because this is a dying, like you said, perishes. These are things that perish. They're not everlasting like the spirit is, you know, and, and, and that's our battery, not food, not knowing that you got a car, not knowing that you have a job, you have money, not knowing that, you know, you got airplanes and, and, and we got all these other things that make life easier. I got a shower head. I don't have to get a bucket, pick up water and constantly pour it on me just to clean myself. And it's. It's it's the it's the power of the spirit, the Holy Spirit, and what He's done. Mm. Now, going back into it, twenty eight, I just found this the most powerful out of out of a, one of the most powerful verses out of this chapter is because He says, "Then said they unto Him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God?" Mm. And this is literally what we've always been trying to do since we know good and evil from we ate from that tree. Yep. We either yep. we either force God, and sadly to say, you know, I know people like that, but it's either it's a couple ways we do it. Like we 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 force what we want, you know. Like I need, you know, I needed to invent the car, you know. I I needed that. I needed to. I can go back to the car, right? <laughs> I needed to. Uh, I'm fasting for a whole week because I just want to heal. I I, I want to see somebody walk. I want to see somebody who can't walk walk. And you know what? That's great. Right, and it's not even a it's not even a bad the latter is not that's not bad, but there is a level to to that there it, it's 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 only when God moves that we can do that, yeah. and when we try to force that, and I like to use numbers twenty, which is about Moses, if you guys are interested, read that verses eight to thirteen. Um, say it again, Numbers 20, chapter 20, verse 8 to 13. Read the whole chapter, really, but, you know, if you just want to just, you know, get the gist of it. But Moses was told, and this is why they, they couldn't make it to the land of Canaan, to, to the land that they were supposed to, or to the promised land. Moses was told to talk to the rock because they were lusting 
you know, they were they were hungry, they were thirsty. They, they walked in the desert for a long time after he came from Egypt. They were everybody was complaining. And God told Aaron and Moses, Moses, talk to the rock so they can drink. Okay. Moses hears them whimpering and complaining. He goes to the rock and he taps it twice with his stick. Water comes out. And I find that very interesting because God still allowed the water to come out. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but water came out. They drunk. But God came down and said, we have an issue. I told you to talk to the rock. Now everybody thinks you did it. Mm. Now going back to 28 of John, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? There is no you doing that. It is only God doing the supernatural and the miracles. Every time somebody did a miracle, they called on God. Another one is, uh, which is interesting, now when I was doing this research, uh, you, in your last Revelation chapter, Isaiah 11, you brought up um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and yeah. that's one of the miracles I was going to say that not by our will we survive. And if you guys want to know what I'm trying to uh, talk about, go to Daniel Chapter 3, read about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, what they had to go through. But the miracle there was that they knew, and listen, I'm not worshiping your idols. Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to worship him, this, this image. And he said, listen, uh, I'm not doing that, but do what you will. Uh, I'm not yeah. going to fight you on it. I'm not going to, you know, because they, they understand that the flesh is weak. Yeah. So he gets his strongest clappers, put them in the fire, tie them up, put them in the fire. Which I don't know why he got strong clappers for it because if you read it, it says he got one of the strongest people to do it. But like, I'm pretty sure they would have walked in themselves. Like, but, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he got, he was so angry that he wouldn't worship it. He threw him in a fire and there was a fourth person in there. And it was, he was confused and it was, you know, the Son of God. It was Jesus. Well, I believe in Jesus. Some people believe different, but that's a whole other topic. But I believe it was Jesus in a fire with them. And it goes to show that they knew that, listen, I'm going in the fire. Those three men knew, listen, it is what it is. I'm not worshiping it. If it hurts, it hurts. If it don't, but I know everlasting life is strong. Yeah. I know that by going to this fire that, you know, and, and it's interesting, they knew God was going to deliver them anyway, as if God already gave them a vision about it. If you really read it, it's like they knew it. Like, yeah, man, throw it in the fire, but we're not worshiping that image. But they trusted in the Lord. They trusted mm -hmm. the Lord that, you know what, this is about the miracles about to happen. He may have gave me a vision, but... I don't know what's going to go through. I don't know if I'm going to feel fire. I never even walked on fire before. It's the first time I'm experiencing this. I remember growing up and my, my, my parents cooking. I couldn't even go next to that pot. It was hot. <laughs> but yeah. they went through the fire and the miracle there is that it wasn't by their will that they survived. It was God that was there that was helping them through it. Another one, you know, like I said before, is Elijah. Another one I like to go through is Genesis 22, Abraham and Isaac, you have to trust in the Lord. You have to trust in the Lord and trust that whatever he's going to push you through, when you're a true believer, when you know for a fact Jesus is there, it is a leap of faith. And you build that, yes, by fasting, yes, by getting, reading the word and being studious, being amongst the saints, worshiping, staying away from worldly things. Yes, those are things that are going to build you up, but you have to hear God when it's time. They were so hungry. They was beasting to figure out how to, I want to do the works, the works of God. So 
which brings me into 29. Jesus answered said to him, This is the work of God that ye believe on him who he has sent. He was already sent. The miracle is mm. right in front of you. It's Jesus. He came to save the world. It is not by your works. Are you trying to figure out how I can work God? You can't work God. <laughs> you know, you, you he's, but, but for this time, though, don't forget that this is a time and place, too, though. Everything that I just said, all the chapters that told you what miracles happening, are many more, many, many, many more. Read the Bible, but it's a time and place. Very specific situation. God didn't always walk on water. God didn't, Jesus didn't always turn water to wine. Jesus didn't always just wreck somebody. There's points to this. There's prophecy to this. There's, there's this deeper meaning to when he does these things. So I go on to 30, and this, is, this one, uh, as I go on, you're going to find it more interesting that they start saying, um, they said there unto him, what sign showest thou then that we may see and believe thee? How does thou work? Going to 31, our fathers did eat man in the desert, as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. As I said before, Moses, right, they're, yep. they're, they, for some reason, they think, you know, that our fathers did this. Moses sent this down. Aaron, you know, it wasn't for the kings, David, Joshua, and all those who were, you know, that we that, that we read about in our time, you know, they, they were great. They 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 did it. They were great men. It wasn't by their power. They did anything. It wasn't by power that Joshua brought the walls of Jericho down. Jesus told them what to do. It wasn't by Moses doing the water or you know the tablets. God told them what to do. It wasn't by David going to fight his wars. God told him what to do. It was God Solomon Solomon and his wisdom. God gave it to him. God has to instill these things into you it's not our father that we worship it's god it's jesus christ that we worship yep then jesus said unto them 32 then jesus said unto them verily verily i say unto you moses gave you not the bread from heaven but my father gives you the true bread from heaven 33 for the bread of god is he which cometh down from heaven and gives life unto the world and i think this verse sums that idea of plain and easy for any Christians who may doubt or have this struggle with, you know, I need, I need, or I want to do our God, give me a sign or, or God, I want to do this. I want to help somebody. It's, it really is a true hearing for one. Yes. Agreed. And two, the other thing aspect of this is that remember who gives this to you. Remember that is the flesh is weak. You don't rely on the world for anything. Yes. We're here. But don't forget, there's a dying world we're in. People are dead inside, walking around, and they they may look alive, depressed, hurt. They don't have a light in them; it's just darkness, because of the past, because of what they've been through. But just know that there's a light in the world. His name is Jesus Christ, and He gave you a light, and He wants it to shine. So let Him be the fuel that burns it, and. Those two points drive really hard in this chapter, very powerfully, and it hit me hard that you know I I know when you listen to the podcast, welcome to the podcast, welcome to the, my podcast. <laughs> 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 that I you know it's me in the beginning, and I haven't been here for a while, but you know time and work, but you know I really want to make time to get up with my brother and just talk about the truth because you know it's just something that we've been wanting to do for a while and. 
I'm glad to know that he's been, my brother's been sticking with it. And uh, he's really inspired me to, you know, at least, you know, do what I can. But, I mean, I'll be here when I be here. But this is the word that got it on my heart, you know. Like I said, I would just go back and actually read all of John. But, you know, John 6, and it's very powerful what he's, what, what, what he's saying because these, these, these points I brought up today are, are very true to this day. You know, even with me, sometimes I struggle with things. You know, maybe I'm not talking about God enough. Maybe I'm talking about God enough. Maybe I'll be mm. stronger, you know. Maybe... Maybe I get the money so I can, you know, want to have, you know, work my time for money, you know, so I now have money for time, you know. But it's not even about that, man. At the end of the day, I have food on the table. I can feed my family. You know, I can work. There's many people out here who wish they could just work. And, you know, I have a car. You know, my wife has a car. You know, it's I'm happy for the little things and I'm happy for what I do have. And even then more so. Deep down in my soul, I also believe the world is not going anywhere special. It's mm. it's getting worse, man. And I don't need to be a millionaire. I don't have to worry about that because if I know eternal life is real, man, that's words can't fathom what that means, man. What what heaven's going to be like? You know, worshiping Jesus and talking to him and chilling with everybody that made it and angels, man. It's just. Who, who knows what God has in store for us up there, man? And I know a lot of people may think that's corny, but it's it's reality is it's not. Because if the if you think about it, even in this world, people uh, the uh, Illuminati, if you want to call them whatever, I, I say it as like a joke passing word. But the secret societies yeah. that worship Satan, they out here reuniting heaven. They having little parties. They getting excited for little events throughout the years and. I think we should treat also treat that such the same too that you know I can you know if I want to I want to get raptured I want to go to heaven and if I don't get raptured then best believe and do what I got to do in the second part of the broken trumpets and the broken seals and the blue. <clears throat> yeah Josh you were cut out I don't know if it caught that oh my what? fault um I said again basically just we all should be excited for Jesus coming back the way these people in the world are excited about their little events they do for you know the world and Satan and stuff but. For Christians and believers, if they don't, we should all be excited for what God can do for us, you know, what we can do for God. Um, and I want to go to heaven, you know. If I don't go to heaven, you know, I don't get raptured, then, you know, I'm best believe I'm doing what I got to do and uh, I'm pouring out the vials, breaking into the seals, and blow the trumpets, man. It is what it is. But I pray that I get raptured and um, um, do what I have to do, man. And I pray that those who hear this word, man, just take the time to think about it. You know, get with God and start getting right with him. Read the word for yourself. Before you read, just simple prayer. Just ask God, God, I don't know what I'm reading. I, I don't even know if this makes sense to me. I don't know why I even believe in you. But just <laughs> make this make sense to me or, yeah. or just, you know, what is the hype about? You know, why? What, what does this mean? And more so, more so whatever's happening you know this world is going down, and 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 I believe people don't people that don't believe in starting to feel that they're even confused. Yeah. And to fix that confusion, you know, get a Bible, man, start reading it. I would prefer King James version, but whatever, man, as long as you're reading the Bible, I guess, and all that extra extra yeah, doctrine and what's rewritten, you can always go over yourself. But at the end of the day, the word is always going to stand true. And when the Bibles burn up, we still want to have prayer. So. Learn how to pray, if anything. Learn how to yeah. talk to God and build a relationship. Amen. Amen. So Amen. that's Amen. my word, and um, give it off to Isaac. Yeah. I'm you want to add to that. Yeah. Just, just to finish off, man, 
and this one is kind of what we just read in John, you know, 6, verse 22 to 33. For the Christian out there, okay, for, for you Christians, I need you guys when you get a chance, because even especially in the Christian world, I know some Christians who feel like, you know, God, I'm a believer. I've been baptized in your name. So I should be able to call down fire from heaven. I should be able to heal people. I should be able to do all the things that these prophets have done. And this is going right along with what we just read about, guys. If, if you guys ever had a chance, I'm going to take you guys and I'm going I'm to I'm I'm do you guys like my uh, brother. I'm going to just tell you guys the scripture and you guys are going to have to read it. Okay, but I'm going to give a little synopsis. It's in Acts chapter 8, verse 9 through 25. And it's pretty much, if you guys ever read it, it's talking about Simon the uh, the sorcerer. And Philip goes into this town and he sees Simon, you know, telling everyone that he's this type of God and whatnot. And Philip pretty much preaches the gospel to him. Simon then decides to believe in the gospel and he gets, and he gets baptized. Well, Peter and John comes into town and they start laying hands and giving the Holy Spirit to people. And Simon says, wait a minute, right? He, he, he sees the work of Peter and John. And he's like, hey, Peter, can I pay you to give me the ability that you just showed? And Peter rebuked them instantly, you know, and pretty much said, hey, you are gall and bitterness. You're wicked. You're trying to offer money for the Holy Spirit because you, again, for the listeners out there, who do you think he he's offering money for? For his own enlightenment and his own bringing up, right, to, to bring praise to his name or to God's name? You know, he's doing it because he wants to be like, oh, look what I can do. I'll pay for that ability. So God was, even, even though this man was baptized, right? Even he was just baptized, a new Christian, so to speak. So he really doesn't have the, uh, the understanding that the apostles have. But that's what I'm trying to say. This message is for those Christians, new or even old, who feel like because they, they have been baptized or because, you know, they're in the word that you're miracles as we just preached about is on god's timing it's god's miracles not your miracles everything that god has done er everything the apostles the prophets all of them right they did it to praise god's name i just none of it to... was for their own my fault my fault I mean, no go 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 i'm excited but i just read i just i just read out of 12 i think it's i just read two chapters it's uh between 11 and 12, but I'm not sure where, I don't know if you know, but in John, he just said that people, they, the Pharisees, they love, and Sadducees love praise over, love praise from the world rather than yes. God. Yes. And that's, that's the problem with our church. exactly bro. brings home to what I just read, that they rather praise from men than from the true light himself. Amen. And that's the issue. And whether or not they think they work for Satan or whether or not some of them do know they work for Satan. Yeah. Yeah. The point is that Satan is the father of lies. And when I say lies, I mean when we talk about conspiracies and how much division, man, the rabbit hole is deep. Amen. I mean, we we, we don't know how deep his lies have gone and, and so embedded in our culture as ethnic groups. Division is so real. And it's it's basic. Break the foundation, 
you have nothing to stand on. And if you don't have a foundation, the true foundation, you will fall for all the lies that Satan has ever told. And you're going to find yourself picking and choosing which one makes sense to you. Yep. So learn how to target and use God as the spear and throw it right through the veil. Pierce it and find, see the truth, guys. At the end of the day, we all got an answer to Jesus. You want to be written in the book of life. It's going to be an individual judgment. He's not going to say, I'm judging you based off three other people. It's going to be, what did you do for me? Yep. When your family don't believe, when your friends don't believe, when your lover don't believe, it is okay. Find comfort that Jesus knows that you're doing the right thing following him. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hardship every single day following Jesus. Because it's only getting worse. Because Satan lies. is only increasing. But when you have Jesus on your side, you can see all the veil is gone. The veil is gone. You can, you can see through it all. Just a matter of just staying focused on that narrow path. Dang, I wish I could find that that verse, man. I really want to find that verse. John 12, 43. Yeah, I just got it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I just read it. You guys want to go over there or take your time to go over there real quick. Uh, John 12, verse 43. And uh, what's going on here is basically that um, they're plotting against Jesus. They're trying to, you know, Figure out how they could deal with these miracles. He just raised Lazarus from the dead. Uh, a couple, I think, in eleven, a couple times back in, you know. But for they love the praise of man more than the praise of God. And and it's interesting because many people do believe in God. Like these people, like these Pharisees believed what God was doing. They knew yep. he was doing something, but they just, the Jews just couldn't get on board with it. And I don't get why. He has never asked for money. He's never tried to swindle anybody. These 12 disciples didn't do, they're literally just doing things that are incredible. But yet for some reason, they hated him. And it's interesting that they hated Jesus. Mm. And who hates Jesus? Satan. Looking out. Yeah, exactly. Satan exactly. hates God because he can't be God. And that's the issue that these Pharisees and today, people like that today have. If you, if, long story short, I was, you know, I've been talking to the Israelite dude, this Hebrew Israelite dude, are these people who believe in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Enough where it's made up, Jesus is just made up, but the old testament matters. The way they talk about Jesus is like they hate him, mm. right? Mm. They hate him, but how does that make sense? And it just reminds me of the Pharisees. I'm not going too deaf for the reason of why they don't believe Jesus, but the point is, is that. And we get off topic, but uh, they these yeah. people rather. And I remember talking to one dude, and he's talking some. I'm waiting for my forty acres. I'm just like, bro, that's for a specific time. Like you, you live in a different era now, man. <laughs> Wait, who 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 go? Yeah, man. Listen, I, I was just thinking about you, brother. And here, like, <laughs> or, here's a donkey, and here's a forty eight. Where he's like, bro, stop it. 
Ain't nobody give you that. This is not what Satan wants. Not in this day and age. No, Satan has a different plan for this day and age. Oh, yeah. You had a plan for then? Different plan implemented now. But, all right, yo, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Listen, thanks for listening in, man. I'm I'm a... Let my brother do the closing out, man. And um, hey, guys, keep up. Study the word, man. I'm telling you, that's your sword and, and your shield. That's all we got. All right, Josh, man. go ahead. Take it away, man. Dear honey, Father, thank you for having the fruitful word, God. I pray that whoever listens to this podcast, God, that if there's fruit in their life, God, that whatever's dead in them will come back to life, God, even if it's just a spark, even if it's just the belief of a mustard seed, God. I pray that it grows into something spectacular curiosity god that's in you god that would teach them to divide the right from the wrong god and always choose the light jesus christ i'm praying for those god who can't hear the message god i'm praying for those who are struggling with anything oppression depression god uh even financially god i pray that that they will find you and to know that they have one thing and that's the truth in you jesus christ god jesus name i pray amen 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 Amen, All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Be blessed. Amen. Take it easy. Hey, guys. You just listened to an episode of Truth Warrior Ministries with your hosts, Isaac and Joshua Butts. Thanks for tuning in. Be blessed. See you next time. Truth Warrior Ministries.